Chefs Without Restaurants, episode 115. The one where I ask Ray DeLucci, should you go to culinary school? If I were to do it all again, instead of taking a business administration course at the CIA, I would do culinary science. I would have went straight into R&D. I would have done that differently. And I don't think there's a lot of conversation up front with people in the food industry when they enter as to all the opportunities. And I think a lot of people, like for me, I was talking to my parents. They're like, oh, go own a restaurant. They had no idea what else the food industry had to offer. And they really had no idea that like a restaurant is probably one of the most demanding things you can do. This is the Chefs Without Restaurants podcast with your host, Chris Spear. Each week, I'll be speaking with food entrepreneurs and people in the culinary industry. If you're interested in learning more about our organization dedicated to helping people build and grow their food businesses, look us up on the web at chefswithoutrestaurants.com and .org, and on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Chefs Without Restaurants. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome to Chefs Without Restaurants. I'm your host, Chris Spear. On the show, I have conversations with culinary entrepreneurs and people in the food and beverage industry who took a different route. They're caterers, research chefs, personal chefs, cookbook authors, food truckers, farmers, cottage bakers, and all sorts of culinary renegades. I myself fall into the personal chef category as I started my own personal chef business, Perfect Little Bites, 11 years ago. And while I started working in kitchens in the early 90s, I've literally never worked in a restaurant unless you count Burger King or Boston Market. On this episode, we're joined by Ray DeLucci. Ray's the founder of the Line Cook Thoughts community and host of the podcast of the same name. Ray recently left the restaurant industry and now works in culinary R&D and food manufacturing. You might have heard my full discussion with him last week. During our time talking, I asked him about culinary school. Ray's a graduate of the Culinary Institute of America, so I wanted to know if he'd do it all over again if he had the choice. I decided to cut that part out of the episode because I thought it would be really great as a standalone mini-episode. I went to Johnson & Wales for culinary arts, and this is something I get asked about all the time. I've had this discussion a lot with our guests, and I'm still not sure if I'd do it over again if I had the choice. Obviously, this is just two people's opinions on a complex topic. But if you know someone who's thinking about going to culinary school, I'd love it if you shared this episode with them. And if you have something you want to add to the conversation, DM me on Instagram at Chefs Without Restaurants, or you can comment on this episode's post when it goes up. But before we get into it, let's hear from this week's sponsor, Savory Jobs. Did you know restaurants turn over employees four times faster than most businesses? What if somebody created an affordable and effective hiring solution for the restaurant industry? What if there were a job site that only focused on people looking for food service jobs? What if that site only cost $50 a year to advertise for every job your restaurant needed? Forget the big corporate sites like Indeed and Monster. Our sponsor, Savory Jobs, has a job site exclusively for restaurants. The best part is, Savory Jobs only charges $50 for an entire year, and you can post all the jobs you want. And for our loyal listeners, use the code SAVORY10 and get 10% off. That's S-A-V-O-R-Y-1-0. So go to savoryjobs.com and discover the job site that's shaking up the industry. And remember to use Savory10 for 10% off. And now, on with the show. Thanks so much, and have a great week. You had um, mentioned culinary school. Is that something you would do again? You know, I talk to a lot of people who say, should I go to culinary school? And this could be like a really long thing, but do you think in this day and age it's worth it? Or... I mean, some of that depends on the type of person you are, how motivated you are for self-learning, but would you personally do it again? If I would do it again, meaning that if I would do it back in 2015, yes. 
Um, I was lucky enough to be able to like, I, you know, I come from a, like, a lower income family. So like, I didn't like, I basically had to like, I like have student loans as do a lot of people, but I was able to get a good amount of scholarships in high school and then continuing through college and working in college. So for me, my loans aren't like crazy. I'll have, I hope to be like out of debt by the time I'm 30. That's the goal. But yeah, I mean, for, for me doing it again, I definitely would. I think it had given me a really solid foundation. I, the biggest thing that culinary school gave me was the ability to leave my, my hometown and go meet other people. I think I became a very open-minded person when I went to college and when I went, met new people from all around the world. And I met, you know, then I went to like California and I got to go to live elsewhere, like in the, in the country and just be able to cook with all these different people. And it opened up so many doors and like so many, like all my best friends are from school. All of like my working like relationships are from going to culinary school. So I would do it again. Yes. I do. I think it's worth it. It depends. And, you know, it, it really, I don't think there's enough conversation up front with people in the industry on what they actually want to like get out of the industry. You know, for me, I always wanted to cook. I always had this idea that I wanted to own a restaurant, but if I were to do it all again, instead of taking a business administration course at the CIA, I would do culinary science. I would have went straight into R&D. I would have done that differently. And I don't think there's a lot of conversation up front with people in the food industry when they enter as to all the opportunities. And I think a lot of people, like for me, I was talking to my parents. They're like, oh, go own a restaurant. They had no idea what else the food industry had to offer. And they really had no idea that like a restaurant is probably one of the most demanding things you can do. And so I would say that like right now with COVID, if you want to go own a restaurant, like I feel like there's better ways than to go to a four-year degree um, at culinary school. Like I think you can, I do definitely think you need obviously like business management experience or learning, but I think it's very like person by person. If you're going for like culinary science, I definitely think you need a degree, but I don't think it's like a mandatory thing for everyone. I think if you're in a situation where it's going to put you in debt for like the rest of your life, then obviously no. I think if you're just looking to cook in restaurants and move up and become a chef, I don't necessarily think it's needed, but I don't see it as all evil. It's like, for me, it's not like a yes or no. Like, I think it depends on the person. Yeah. I mean, like for me, I came out with $404 a month for 10 years as my student loan repayment. And, you know, I moved across the country from where I went to school. And when I got to where I moved from like the Boston area to Seattle and I got out there and literally no one had heard of Johnson & Wales. Like I was told that it was like one of the two best schools in the country, that and the CIA and would buy you all this cred. And I come out with like this crippling debt and I get out there and like, oh, is that a Votech school? And you're like, what? Like, should should I have just started like working in kitchens and restaurants? Like maybe I should have gone to Votech High School and at 18, I would have already been two steps ahead and just start cooking in restaurants at like 19 and I would have been ahead and wouldn't have had, you know, like $75,000 that I had to pay back or something. Yeah, I mean, I definitely get that. But that's the thing. We I don't know how to explain this properly. So like, you know, a college degree is good, obviously. Like I'm glad I have a bachelor's degree. When I go to apply for a co- to a company that like looks really good, if I'm going to like a kitchen, no one cares. Like if you have a bachelor's degree, like yes, people care that you like have experience, but like it's not. I feel like it's not the same sometimes for restaurants because restaurants need you to work. They need you to like, just go, like and they'll teach you along the way. And so that's why I say like if you just want to be strictly in restaurants, I don't know that like yes, it can like do a two year degree, get your fundamentals if you really want to go to college. Like I think that's important, but to get a bachelor's degree in food business management and then want to just go back to cook. Like that was like, that's, that was the biggest struggle for me. Leave it. Like you said, I was leaving college and I was like, Oh wait, I have to, I didn't dawn on me until I was leaving college. Oh, I have to pay this every month. 
these student loans. And I had a food business administration, you know, management degree. And so like my degree meant that I was going to be managing and like, but what I thought I was going to be doing was line cooking. And so it's just like your expectation needs to match what you're putting your money into or what you're putting your time into to educate yourself. So I think that's like the biggest thing. And unfortunately, I don't think at 18, you necessarily even know or have those laid out. You know, like I worked for companies like Sodexo, right? And you cannot be an executive chef without a degree. Like they're a company that still holds that as part of their thing. Like I had a lot of people who came through the door with resumes. Like when I was looking to hire people at the, you know, chef de cuisine, executive chef level. And if they didn't have a degree, we just couldn't push them through the system. Like every once in a while we could vouch for them and would have to talk to corporate HR and say, yeah, but you know, he's like 45 years old and he's been cooking for 30 years, you know? (laughs) Uh, But for the most part, that was like a no go if you didn't have a degree because, you know, companies are still holding on to that. Like for me, I think I had like an interesting experience to where I went from like being a line cook to managing a restaurant within an eight month period. And you know, I definitely had a good support system and I'm not saying like I was like, you know, it, it was a struggle of learning how to manage obviously, but I think there's this over like valued sense that like you need to cook for like 10, like 20 years before you can ever make, like as in any other industry, people progress at different rates and they can go. And I'm saying, I'm not saying like, I'm like the best cook ever. I'm definitely not, but I was able to manage effectively only having done it like seven months in, like there's definitely opportunities for people there. It's just being willing to like know where to look and you know, I think the 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 whole culinary school question is too simplified. I think it really depends on what your goal is. And, you know, like looking back now, I'm glad I got the degree because if the pandemic hit and I didn't have the degree, I feel like it would have been very difficult to find work outside of restaurants for myself. I know it's a very tough question and there's like it's very personalized, but I always like to at least get the conversation going because I get that question so many times from people and it's like uh, um, well, kind of what are your goals and start mm-hmm. from there or parents like parents will reach out to me like customers. I'll go cook for them like, oh, my son wants to be a chef. Should they go to culinary school? It's like, um, I don't know anything about you or your kids. That's like a very personal thing. I think another big thing, which I, I actually want to do a podcast episode about is when you start in, in cooking, like, like you said, you're 18, you're 19 years old. That's how I was. And no, I, I've never lived on my own. I never like had to pay bills. I never had to like, you know, like I had to like pay my like car bill and like I like cell phone bill, but I never like had to pay rent. So when you like start out in food, you're like, I love cooking and I'll deal with whatever. You know, you have the attitude. I think that can be very dangerous for a lot of people in food because we automatically like just like and I don't know how like I don't know how to break through to my 18 year old head, like, oh dude, like actually dude, like, no, you're gonna want to like do things a little differently because this is actually gonna be very hard later on. But this attitude when you get into the restaurant industry that it's like, oh, we'll just do whatever because we just want to learn how to cook. And I think that is like the biggest conversation for me is as people who've been in food, having a very honest conversation and maybe being like brutally honest and be like, hey, like, no, like you're not going to be able to make rent. You're not going to be able to pay your student loans if you go down this path. It's not all just about your passion. There's going to be actual like real world consequences to you just like following your passion without putting any thought into like your financial future. So yeah, I think that would be like a big conversation, even like besides culinary school, just anyone going into food. Go to chefswithoutrestaurants.org to find our Facebook group, mailing list, and chef database. The community is free to join. You'll get gig opportunities, advice on building and growing your business, and you'll never miss an episode of our podcast. Have a great week.